hefjum þannan þátt uh, á nákvæmum lýsingum á hvernig ég sjöllaði vatni yfir einkennisbúning minn um, sem samanstandur af uh, leknarslopp og jokkingruksum og nú er ég blöyt og það lítur út sér að pissa á mig Ef við þá björtu hlýðarnar, þá sætti ég ein hérna niðri Ég er búin að sækja kaffi í dag Hælinga fara aftur upp af því að ég er þrýtt Ó, oh, það er nice Fuck, það er þrýtt En það er mjög lítið að gera í dag, því enga afsökun, þess hafið það ekki. Þú sé við lútum að gera snæst. Ég held samt þetta sé ekki kótkafli, sem ég sorglegt af því að ég hefði, ég hefði búið til fanbyrk. Ó, veit ég þetta sé hvort það heyrist í mér. Alright, það heyrist í mér, held ég. Alright, chapter 4, halfway to Nevada. Chronicler arrived. Yesterday he had limped, but today there was... Uh, there was no part of his feet that didn't hurt, so limping did no good. Aww. <laughs> he had searched for horses in Abbotsford and Ranish, offering outrageous prices for even the most broken down animals. But in small towns like these, people didn't have horses to spare, especially not with harvest fast approaching. Despite a hard day's walking, he was still on the road when night fell, uh, making the rutted dirt road a stumbling ground of half-seen shapes. After two hours of fumbling through the dark, chroniclers saw light flickering through the trees and abandoned any thought of making it to Nevare that night. Deciding a farmstead hospi- farmstead's hospitality would be welcome enough. He left the road, blundering through the trees towards the light, but the fire was farther away than he had thought, and larger. It wasn't lamplight from a house, or even spark from a campfire. <laughs> it was a bonfire roaring in the ruins of an old house! There were more than two crumbling stone walls. Huddled into the corner those two walls made was a man. He wore a heavy, hooded cloak, buttled up as if it were full winter and not mild autumn, not a mild autumn evening. Okay, um... Chronicler's hope, hopes rose at the sight of a small cook figure, cook figure with a pot hanging over it. But as he came close, he caught a full scent mingling with the wood smoke. It reeked of burning hair and rotting flowers. Chronicler quickly decided that whatever the man was cooking in the iron pot, he wanted none of it. Oh my god, Tanenor! Oh my god, Wicca guy. Wow. Still, even a place next to a fire was better than curling up by the side of the road. Chronicler stepped into the circle of firelight. I saw your. F- he stopped as the figure sprang quickly to its feet. A sword held with both hands. No, not a sword. A long, dark cudgel of some sort. Too regularly shaped to be a piece of firewood. Chronicle stopped dead in his tracks. I was just looking for a place to sleep, he said quickly. His hand unconsciously clutching at the circle of iron that hung around his neck. Yeah, I met. I don't want any trouble. I'll leave it to your dinner. He took a step back. The figure relaxed, and the cudgel dropped to grate metically against a stone. Shared body of charred body of God, what are you doing out there at this time of night? I was headed to Nevada and saw your fire. But you just followed a strange fire into the woods at night? The hooded figure shook his head. You might as well come here. (laughs) If given. (laughs) He motioned chronicle closer, and the shrive saw he was wearing thick, leather gloves. Tell you anyway, have you had bad luck your whole life or have you just been saving it all for tonight? <laughs> I don't know who you're waiting for. 
<laughs> Chronicle said thing a step backwards, but I'm sure you'd rather do it alone. Shut up and listen, the man said sharply. I don't know how much time we have. What? <laughs> he looked down and rubbed on his face. God, I never know how much to tell people. If you don't believe me, you'll think I'm crazy. If you do believe me, you'll panic and be worse than useless. I can back up, you saw Chronicle had moved. Get over here, damn you. If you go back out there, you're as good as dead. Chronicle glanced over his shoulder into the dark of the forest. Why? What's out there? Great <laughs> Chronicle. I'm just so happy. <laughs> oh man. The man gave a short, bitter laugh and shook his head in exper expiration. Honestly, <laughs> he ran his head absentimentally through his hair, brushing his hood back in the process. In the firelight, his hair was impossibly red, his eyes a shocking vibrant green. He looked at Chronicler, sizing him up. Demons, he said. Demons in the shape of big black spiders. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Chronicler relaxed. There's no such thing as demons. <laughs> okay, fuck off, man. <laughs> Those books of love, Jesus fucking Christ. That's a fork a lap in the Jesu cross him house in the You throw a joke Okay, sorry, you're out of here, Rita. You're the other guy you're going to give me. I'm from his tone, it was obvious he'd said the same thing many, many times before. The red-haired man gave an incredulous laugh. Well, I guess we can all go home then. You flashed a manic in a corner. Listen, I'm guessing you're an educated man. I respect that. And for the most part, you're right. His expression went serious. But here now, tonight, you're wrong. Wrong as you can be. You don't want to be on that side of the fire when you figure that out. The flat certainty in the man's voice went a chill down Chronicle's back, feeling more than slightly foolish. He stepped delicately around the other side of the bonfire. <laughs> the man sized him up quickly. I don't suppose you have any weapons? Chronicle shook his head. Doesn't really matter. A sword wouldn't do much good. He handed Chronicle a heavy piece of firewood. You prob Sorry? Oh, but the Ifta and Oh my god, got hit on. Oh no. A real coat. A quote. That's a quote. Then they said, Fuck us. I have a tag. That's a mega nut. 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 You probably won't be able to hit one, but it's worth a try. They're fast. If one of them gets on you, just fall down. Try to land on it. Crush it with your body. Roll on it. If you get hold on one, throw it into the fire. He <laughs> drew the hood back over his head, speaking quickly. If you have any extra clothes, put them on. If you have a blanket, you would could wrap. He stopped suddenly and looked out across the circle of firelight. Get your back against the wall, he said abruptly, bringing his iron cudgel up with both hands. Chronicler looked past the bonfire. Something dark was moving in the trees. Uh, they came into the light, moving low across the ground, black shape, many-legged and large as cartwheels. One quicker than the rest, rushed into the firelight without hesitating, moving with dis the disturbing sinuous speed of a scuttling insect. Before Chronicle could raise his piece of firewood, the thing skirted sideways around the bonfire and sprang at him, quick as a cricket. Chronicle threw up his hands just as the black thing struck his face and chest. 
Its cold, hard legs scrabbled for a hold and he felt bright stretch of pain across the back of his arm. Staggering away, the shrive felt his heel snag on the rough ground and he began to topple over backwards, arm flailing wildly. As he fell, Chronicler caught one last glimpse of the circle of firelight. More of the black things were scuttling out of the dark, their feet beating out quick staccato rhythm against roots and rocks and leaves. On the other side of the fire, the man in the heavy cloak held his iron cudgel, ready with both hands. He was perfectly still, perfectly silent, waiting. Still falling backwards with the dark thing on top of him, Chronicle felt a dull, dark explosion as the back of his head struck the wall. Oh, still warm behind him. The world slowed, turned blurry, then black. Okay, Chronicle opened his eyes, Inchgott, to a confusing mass of dark shapes and firelight. The skull throbbed. There were several lines of bright, clear pain uh, crossing the back of his arm, and a dull ache that, that pulled at his left side every time he drew in breath. After a long moment of concentration, the world came into a blurry focus. The bundle man sat nearby. He was no longer wearing his gloves, and his heavy cloak hung off his body in loose tatters. But other than that, he seemed unscathed, scattered. His hood was up, hiding his face. Ooh, damn. <laughs> You're awake? The man asked curiously. That's good. You can never be sure with a hair wound. <laughs> Okay, get get the oh half maybe she even in it. Who tilted a bit? Can you talk? Do you know where you are? Yes, Chronicle said thickly. It seemed to take far too much effort to make a single word. Even better. Now, third time pays for all. Do you think you can stand up and lend me a hand? We need to burn and bury the bodies. Chronicle moved his head a bit and felt suddenly dizzy and nauseous. What happened? I might have broken a couple of your ribs, the man said. One of them was all over you. I didn't have a lot of options. He shrugged. I'm sorry for whatever that's worth. I've already stripped off the cuts on your arm. It will heal up nicely. You can't? I would nod at once. Scrail don't retreat. They're all wafts from a hive. They keep attacking until they die. The horrified look spread over Corker's face. There's a hive of these things? Dear God, no. They're just these five. Still, we have to burn and bury them, just to be sure. I already cut the wood we'll need. Ash and Rowan. Chronicle gave a laugh that sounded slightly hysterical. Just like the children's are. Let me tell you what to do. Dig a pit with them too. Ash and Elm and Rowan too. Yes indeed, the Bulbman said dryly. You'd be surprised at the sort of things hidden away in children's song. But while I don't I think we need to dig the entire ten feet down, I wouldn't refuse a little help. It trailed off meaningfully. What could no hand about you? Chronicler moved one hand to feel the back of his head gingerly, then uh, looked at his fingers, uh, surprised that they were covered in blood. I think I'm fine, he said as, cautious, as he cautiously lowered himself up at one elbow and from there into a sitting position. Is there any? His eyes flickered and he went limp. Ah, oh, a limb, falling bonusly backwards, his head struck to the ground. Once once and came to the rest tilted slightly towards the side. Aww. The coat sat patiently for a few long moments. Yeah, the white coat. Watching the unconscious man. When there was no movement other than the chest slowly rising and falling, he came stiffly to his feet and knelt at Chronicler's side. Coat lifted one eyelid, then the other, and grunted at what he saw, not seeming particularly surprised. I don't suppose there's any chance of you waking up again, he asked without much hope in his voice. 
tap Chronicler's pale cheek lightly. No chance at a drop of blood spotted Chronicler's forehead, followed quickly by another. Coach straightened up so that he was no longer leaning over the unconscious man and wiped the blood best the way as he could, which wasn't very well, as his hands were covered in blood themselves. Sorry, he said absently. He gave a deep sigh and pushed back his hood. His red hair was matted down against his head, and half his face was smeared with drying blood. Slowly, he began to peel away the tattered remains of his cloak. Underneath was a leather blacksmith apron, wildly scored with cuts. He removed that as well, revealing a plain grey shirt of homespun. Both his shoulders and his left arms were dark and wet with blood. Coat fingered the buttons of his shirt for a moment, then decided against removing it. Climbing gingerly to his feet, he picked up the spade and slowly, painfully, began to dig. Though chronicler! Það er eins gott að dóða ekki, ég fíl hann, hann er fyndin, hann er skemmtilegur og hann er með skemmtilega kafla. Ef hann er dauður þá, þá mun ég, ég veit ekki hvað ég mun gera, ég mun vera mjög leið. Alright, heiðu, allt sem ég hef að segja, afsökið hvað ég hef að pyrða hann til í dag, eða reyndar ég ætla ekki að byrða þess afsökur fyrir það, ég ætla bara að gera það og ég finnum að sætta mig við að alheimurinn, sko, Þetta er líka svona, ef það vond lykt á manni, þú veist, ég ætla ekki að bæðast afsökunar fyrir það, af því það er ykkar vandamál, það þefa mér, annars það er ykkar vandamál ef þeir eru nóg heimstæl að hlusta á sem ég segi, ég skil ég hvað ég veit, anyways, akkur mig.